No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What Show with your host, Simply Bree. never be breathed, the goddess of radio goodness. I am RG from Simply Sports. <laughs> That's right, the joke started early. Okay, so in case you're wondering what in the heck you tuned into, you're listening, whether it's a replay or the latest episode, let me tell you what it's all about. This show is geared to bridge the gap in communication between men and women. So this platform is for male guests to come and tell women, because I'm, I'm kind of a dude, how it really is, the rough, the rug, the raw from their perspective. But it's interactive. So if you want to interact with us, call 515-602-9647 and press number one. Let's do it one more time for the people in the back. 515-602-9647. Press one to make a comment or just leave the buttons alone and you can listen in on the show. Tonight's topic is about Higher standards for men versus women. And we will talk about this with Karev. I'm going to make sure I'm saying that right. I believe it's Karev. Forgive me if I didn't say it right. He'll be joining us very soon. But before we get to that, let's do a little housekeeping. We are currently running a promotion on ads through the month of what is it, uh, August and actually going into like September. To inquire more information, Send us an email to ads at he said what network.com. That is ads at he said what network.com. Also, subscribe to our network's YouTube channel by searching for the He Said What Radio Network. Lastly, follow us on IG at He Said What Radio Network and also follow the real host, Simply Bree, at underscore Simply Bree underscore. Whew, that's a lot. All right. Sir, are you with us? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, hello, sir. Round of applause. How are you yes. doing, sir? I'm well, sir. I'm well, sir. Pitching clean up. Hopefully I can be as dynamic as Bree. Um as I you love as Bree. You, Let me put that out there. Yeah, that's the homie. That that's my little sister, man. I love her to death. Um mm-hmm. as you heard the topic, um, Higher standards for men versus women or for self. How do you feel when you hear that topic, my friend? Higher standards is something that the black community has needed since <laughs> the dawn of the late 70s and early 80s. So ah. I'm all for it. Uh, do you feel it's something that is done now or do you feel it's something we need to aspire to? Both. I believe it is done now in certain aspects because. From a male standpoint, the male 
especially black men, have taken a back seat in so many things that we've been proving America wrong by being high standard. But, of course, uh, the highest standard is what every person should try to achieve to. So I believe we should also go there with our, our lives and our goals. Got it, got it. Um, a lot of times when I think about this topic, I think about dating, first of all. And sometimes we look at it, I, I'm just being, I'm trying to be the, the middleman. So you'll see a guy and he'll be a regular working class guy and he'll get passed by by maybe the guy with the better car or the guy who has the appearance of better material goods. But that doesn't test the level of that man's character. So how do, how do you feel about when you have scenarios like that? I think it's only natural because if men are always seen as the provider, the man that's able to provide what looks like a better life, everybody's going to gravitate to more. Now, as far as getting to know somebody in character, see, that's the X factors. Mm. That person who has what you want, the person that you are um, – that you can uh, vibe with. Do y'all have a connection? This is spiritual. And that's where I think the higher standard has to come in because recognizing your knowledge yourself and value yourself is what's going to make you right for someone as long as you're right with yourself. I feel it. I feel it. So do you feel women may allow superficial standards to get in the way of meeting someone of good quality? Yep. He said straightforward. He said, no explanation. He's like, yup. <laughs> right on. Um, how do we safeguard ourselves from that? Is there anything a man can do to actually kind of circumvent certain things? Don't focus on women and do what you got to do for self. And you will attract the woman you want by being, being single-minded and not thirsty as hell. Well, yeah, Jada, well, I'm a rap guy, so Jada Kiss said that, you know, don't chase the women, chase the money, because it comes with it, you know, and I just use that as a rap reference, you know, so, yeah. I'll tell, you a, reference, I, I'll tell you a reference that the Bible teaches that they don't even teach in church. It right. says, um, it says that, um, basically the paraphrase, it's wicked for a man to live off a woman and sleep on her couch, because you'll make contempt of things in your house. If you are chasing the money and not chasing the woman, then you will leave you will leave a lot of contempt behind. And unfortunately, in today's society with racism, classism, economics, upheavals, Instagram, and the false sense of entitlement, a lot of men don't even know who they are because they're chasing what looks good and don't even know how to be accountable for themselves first instead of trying to live up to the standard of having the girl, the bag, not knowing that they are the bag. And, they chase the fakeness of reality of life instead of the reality of what life is. Got it, got it. So let's expand on that thought. Yes, thank you, Bree. She in the background covering up for me. Thank you. So let's expand you, on Bree. that thought. When we say those those things, how does a person? I won't say find themselves got super broad, but how do we have a measuring stick on where we're going with this? Because I'm I'm one of the people where I'm more like you. Like, yeah, it's cool to say we're in love, but um, eventually we're probably going to have dinner and we're probably going to not want to take the bus. So there are some resources that's going to play into the quality of our life and our relationship. So right. how do we how do we how, where's the measuring stick at where we're not so money driven, but we're still able to lock in with our spiritual side? Easy. It's called finding your purpose. 
Let me ask you a question before I finish this one and answer to this. What's yes, the difference sir. between a job? What's the difference between a job and a work? A job and a work? No. What's the difference? Shoot, job to me, job just um actually provides your means. Um, work is more broader because it could be the work on yourself, the actual spiritual, physical. So me, work is actually broader than just having a job. Okay, so let's take it to a higher elevation. Man right. gives you a job, but God gives you your work. Because uh, God is not existent in how we do things, a lot of people are looking for the job. They're looking for what people can give them instead of what comes from inside. For men to be on point, men have to know their purpose. And the only way a man can know his purpose is he's single-minded. And I don't mean relationship-minded or nothing like that, single within himself. Because Christ said that the kingdom of heaven is within. And he also said that you will rather... Talk about a person who has a speck of dust in their eye when you got a plank of wood hanging out your eye, which means you're not dealing with yourself. If everything's internal, whether it's godly or it's um higher level living, if a man doesn't know himself, if he doesn't have people, principles, and ideas to help him build himself, then how can he find what he wants? He's going to chase. And right. one thing about chasing is this: the more you chase something, it means the more it's running away. If we talk about attracting things, we don't chase at all. We let things come to us. So we use the wrong words and do and, and use the reverse of what those words mean in our lives instead of being singular-minded. Right on. Facts. I like that. I like that. That's well put. Well put. So if you were to – I'm going to frame this in a, in, a, in, a counselor type, in a counselor type. If you were counseling a young man and a young woman, and they were exploring the idea of dating and potentially getting married. What assignments would you give them for their personal growth? I would have them make a budget and then learn how to and then learn how to learn how to um break down money because that's all a relationship is in the long run is a business transaction and relationship. Gotcha. Because you have to spend time, you're gonna spend money. You're going to invest in each other. And one thing I've learned in my, my walking life, seeing people and in myself, if a man doesn't have a purpose, his woman will not invest in him. And if a, and if a woman doesn't know how to spend time, then she won't know how to please her man. Because at the end of the day, women want love, men want loyalty. That's things, and that's also time invested. And if you don't know how to budget time, budget your focus, budget your outlook on life, and also how to – how how to how to budget your wants and needs because we all know the difference between wants and needs. Most in society today, a lot of people don't. But if you know the difference between your wants and needs, you'll be better for a relationship because to relate means to get along. And if mm-hmm. you can't relate, mental, spiritual, physical, um, conversation wise, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Then, then then you're not looking for a relationship. You're looking for me too, because this is good because it serves me too. And that's why right. I wouldn't want them to learn the Me Too syndrome. Mm, all right. All right. This all came in from Bree. Bree is saying there are some women out there with the mindset that if they look good, in other words, they bad, and if they can put it down in the bedroom, they should be considered wifey status. How do we help those women that only think this way? By taking away the two things that they think matters and having them work from the ground up. Because, look, looks will get you very far. It will, because we live, we live in a world where men are judged, and men judge everything by their eyes, especially in Western civilization. See, 
with the, with the boon of um, Western civilization, remember, stay home, have my babies, and don't work, and be my right. trophy wife. Those weren't, those weren't qualities kings had. No those doubt. Were qualities that, those were qualities that explorers and conquerors had, because that's concubinism. We don't mm. even live in white society. We live in concubine-driven society, if you have, people haven't really looked at the difference between a concubine and a wife. So for somebody to say, I look good and I, and I, and I give good sex, that, that makes me a wife. No, that does not. That makes you a concubine. That, gives, that means you're a woman with wifely duties who don't get the respect of a wife. So if you don't know, if you can't, we can't explain that to them, then we're not really giving the ladies the lessons that God told us to give them from birth in the beginning. You see what I'm saying? And here's the most important part about the question and the answer I'm going to give you. If a man wants loyalty and a woman looks good and puts it down in the bed, yet a man has to always think about if another guy comes and has more than me, will she leave me for him? Your looks and your sex mean nothing. So mm. that's what we equate life on. If that's what we equate life on, then one man is $1 short all the time to the next man or one car short to the next man at any time because cars come out every year, dollars are made every day, and fads change, so style of dress change all the time. That means that there's no loyalty there that your woman can work, um, leave with the wind. So if you can't console a man's spirit, his soul, his emotions, not only his stomach, because if you can do all that and can't cook, you know what I mean? Like spaghetti and, and hot dogs and sausage. Sure if, you can't give him, if you can't give him the things that remind him of home, not make a home, that remind him of home, especially if he came from one, then basically all trophies lose their shine, and she's going to lose hers too. Gotcha. Okay, let me uh, – I got I to gotta give you a pause for the cause because I want to make sure people can talk at you. If you'd like to speak to this very intelligent brother, please give us a call at 515-602-9647. Press 1 for your comment. That is 515-602-9647. Press 1 for your comment. Fam, before you get to that thought, um, could you break down the difference between concubine and wife? Because we have a super intelligent staff, but I promise you there's someone out there that needs to know the difference. A concubine is a woman that pleases a man physically only. She has no status when it comes to the family and no inheritance when it comes to marriage. A wife is the second half of a man, especially in God's eyes, which means that when that man walks the street, when you see his wife, you see him. And when she walks the street, you you know, vice versa. When he walks the street, you see her. When she walks the street, you see him. And there's no difference. Legally, a concubine is a living, which means that she can still not get the whole estate. But a wife is someone who's synonymous with the estate, who gets inheritance even in death. That's why they call it widows and estates and stuff. So that's the difference. Do you want to be someone who's seen as and partnered with and even given the inheritance of? Or do you want to be somebody who's just with somebody and then you thought of every now and then, or at least when you're, when you're in their presence only? Sex. Because we technically just seen it with the Darnell Sterling case. His jump off was calling all these shots, but when it came down to it, the wife pretty much was able to control everything. So it I happened think that's to, too it, high of a level, though. You talk about Donald Sterling, you're talking about a rich Caucasian man with a an ethnic woman. That's not even concubinism. That's slavery. All right, that's mm. still slavery. Um, concubinism. Well, I was speaking is, from the how the wife was still able to control everything 
after all, all said and done, it still came down to his wife that was able to call all the shots. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. I'll respond All the rest of that stuff is some nonsense, but <laughs> just that, just that little aspect. <laughs> so yeah. Amen. I respect it. Yeah, I feel you though, because that that's that's true. That's truth talk right there. Wow, wow. No one's calling in, man. I I speak these lines to be blazing, but it's all good though. It's all good. We gonna we gonna soldier on. All right. So, <laughs> without giving your marital status. If someone you met were to say, hey, I'd like to speak to you, and then they start running down everything they have, like stats, in a, in a, like stats, like it's a basketball game, like, oh, I make $80,000 a year. Oh, I go to church every Sunday. I can wash my own car. I'm a good woman. What say you, sir? Okay. What's your spiritual life like, number one? Number two, how do you age your man become better? And three, what, define the table. Because if everybody says what you bring to the table, what do you define the table as? Mm. Y'all hear that, folks? This man ain't playing with y'all. Y'all ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, let's see. What else do we have for this gentleman this evening? All right, for the brothers, if they were pursuing the woman of their dreams, how realistic is that? Because people's dreams vary. They could say, oh, she looks great. That's the girl of my dreams. When you're pursuing, quote, unquote, the girl of your dreams, what type of stuff should you be looking for? There's an old Chinese proverb that's, there's an old Chinese proverb that says, the woman that you see that makes you excited, mm-hmm. who makes you happy, that's not the woman of your dreams. That's the woman of your lust. The woman of the dreams is the one that makes you think and makes you, keeps you calm and, pers- and gives you perspective. So first, I would have to identify that with the young man. Right. After that, after that, then there's a, there's a famous uh, book in the Bible. I think it's Proverbs chapter 31 about the good woman. See, the thing about the woman in your dreams is this. Does she make you better, not just hold you down? Because, like I said, to be better, you have to have a vision and you have to have a purpose. That's first. But if you are a man of vision and a man of purpose and you find that the person of your dreams is taking away more than she's feeding into you, and and that means more than sex, food, watching the game in peace, I mean, really feeding into you, if you don't have that, then that may not be the person of your dreams. Mm. Good point. Good point. Um, so my sister Bree has another question for you, brother. Um, mm-hmm. What if a woman has everything that you are looking for, but she doesn't know what she can do to help you make you better? What are one or two ways she's able to do so? She may be able to do it. Excuse me, I, I misspoke. If a woman has everything you looking, want, but she does not know how to make you better, yes, that does not exist. Because mm-hmm. if a woman has everything a man wants and, and she doesn't know how to make him better, that means they're not having a conversation. And one thing I said about relationships, relate is the first part of relationships. So if you can't have that conversation and then – 
that's one way you can make him better alone right there is getting that man to speak. And that's an American trauma. Um, to be honest with you, American trauma, especially with people of color, teaches us that a man has to shut up and take all the pain and not have anyone to talk to. And um, that's the wrong way to raise young men, especially in this society, because as we see, um, PTSD, post-traumatic slavery disorder, has made men to the point where a man has to bend and even break at times, but can't, but has to be silent and take and take his frustration, his stress, or his fear, his high blood pressure, his all that to the grave in silence. When your partner is supposed to be the person that, even when they look at you, they know what's going on. So, for her to make him better and to, and to not know, I think that's 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 a that doesn't make sense. Because the conversation, eye contact, body language, breathing pattern. Um, one thing I always say, if you want to know how a person feels, dip into their playlist and see what songs they're listening to. That That is communication alone, if not a doorway to open up lines of opening your mouth and establishing communication that way as well. Facts. Do me one more. Do me one favor. Could you say that PTSD phrase one more time? Because that was bars. PTSD. I, I want to make sure... I'm gonna make sure everybody in the back heard that because that's bars. PTSD is post-traumatic slavery disorder. Right. That is everything that the, our community, male, female, education, economic, child-driven, entertainment, everything um, that we go through, um, forced upon us, and we grow with trauma instead of going with healing. Thank you, thank you. I I, I felt like that needed to be said again because that's 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 man, that's amazing stuff. All right, we got a comment from our um, online section um, from the homie Q. Um, this person asks, how do we teach our young man that it's okay for him to heal emotions but not to live in them and to understand that it does not make him overly sensitive? Easy. By rectifying the two, two of the three lies that we were taught as young people. And here's, the, those, most important lie that, here's the most important lie we were told. You're a man, you deal with it. By taking that away, you're helping him deal with it by giving him solutions. We always, a lot of people are problem-focused and not solution-driven. So when we become solution-focused and not driven on problems, that will help us help others. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people want to tell men how to feel, but they don't ask men how they feel. You know, um, that, that's, a, that's an, a, a very important way to help. Um, I have young men in my life who uh, have had troubles with police, their anger, et cetera. And when, when I go speak to them, I tell them, I'm like, listen, everybody's told you everything on their heart. I don't even want to talk to you. And I just right. hug them. And I say, when you're ready to talk, you have an open door to talk to me. We have to have this conversation before it gets worse. But I'm giving you the opportunity to feel first. And sometimes these young men break down and cry before we even have one-word conversations. One word comes out, they have to cry. Because so many people, so many things in society tell us who we are, but they don't know who we are. We don't understand who we are ourselves. I'm going to tell you this, because this, mm-hmm. is, this is where it comes from. In early right. childhood education, they teach social-emotional development, right? Mm-hmm. So you want your children to know ABCs, one, two, three, how to read, but you want them to also know who they are and who they are in the world. That's your child. That's your child development ranges from zero to ten years old. 
So in, in child, early social emotional development, we tell children is to learn how to speak. We say, use your words. That's the second lie we've given kids when we grown up is use your words. How do we tell them to use the words if we're not giving it to them? So wow, so we're technically to, not, I'm sorry, I mean, so we're technically not giving them the tools to be able to properly express themselves so it becomes suppressed. It's not technical. That is the issue. We're not giving people the tools they need to express themselves. We, like, 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 let me tell you this. This is, this is how crazy the world is, and we don't even know what we're saying. Like I said, when people say I'm chasing the bag, not knowing that you're the bag, that means you're chasing money, and the money keeps getting away. That's the dumbest thing I've heard generations and generations. <laughs> so even with, um, even with the relationships and even knowing oneself, use your words. What are the words I'm supposed to use? Because some kids don't know words but, cu- but cussing. And when we tell them don't cuss, then what do we do? Are we giving them the words to use? Some people say I'm mad. Mad means that you need to go take medicine because you're mentally unequipped instead of being angry. Right. A lot of us, a lot of us say, you know, you talk to kids, how you doing? Good. My follow-up is what is good? How do you explain good? I don't understand what good is. Can you tell me what good is? And they just be like, uh, uh, good. That's the doorway to teach them other things. So no, we don't we don't give each other the equipment it takes to um succeed because a lot of us haven't been given the equipment to succeed and unfortunately a lot of us aren't trying to listen and find the tools to succeed as well because we're so caught up and captivated by our social media and the online or online world. Gotcha. Okay, so let's um, cause that's that's man, I wish that's a whole other show and that's amazing. Let's um let's tie back into like relationships. How do we help someone? that feels like there's nothing wrong and that they don't need help. Sometimes I'm talking about as far as relationships. All right. Sometimes you got to leave people to themselves. It may be harsh, but it's mm-hmm. the truth. Because one thing maturity teaches somebody, look, this is, this is the most mature thing a man can tell a woman. I can't handle your emotions. Mm. As a man, as a man, we are programmed to fix everything. So when a woman cries, we can't fix that. And that's the most detrimental thing to us. And as a woman, here's something you need to know. All men are opportunistic. So when you show your emotions and you give a man the blueprint to how to fix it and he doesn't, you have two types of men. There's two types of men you may have, immature or doesn't care. So now you have to figure out which one is it. But if it's a person who's really trying to understand, then, like I said, relatability, and sometimes you got to leave that relatability as leaving that person to themselves. Because the most dangerous thing that a man takes in is his own thoughts. And when a woman cries, a woman is emotional, and, they, and we can't shut them tears off, it hurts far more. I mean, think about this as a man yourself. Do you remember, have you ever saw your, your mother cry? Yes, worst effing feeling ever, and I'm trying not to curse. <laughs> and that's my point. Yeah. You you rather you rather get hit and beaten than seeing uh-huh. your mom cry over something that you did. And no, that and look, that's how we're spiritually wired. That's not because of society God made us that way. Because if we could fix things, it's easy. You can just get rid of it. But to do the eternal work within yourself, that's the hardest thing. And a lot of women don't let men do the work themselves. They try to hide their emotions and mask them by covering for them in times when they don't need to be covered for. Mm. Yeah, that's facts, bro. Man, uh, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. This man is uh, spitting facts. Um, anyone who wants to chime in, please 
Give us a call, 515-602-9647. Press 1 to make a comment. You can be part of the show and get some of this game this brother's putting down. Um, we're getting ready. We got about two minutes out from the break. Um, I want to revisit something you um we asked you earlier. And I'm going to go, give me a second. We got to do my little scroll back thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, and just so we can, because we're gonna reset the table, so we, so anybody who didn't catch the earlier part, we can um you know, we can help them catch up. All right, I think we the first question we asked you was, I believe, do you feel that women may allow superficial standards to get in the way of meeting someone of good quality? I would like you to um go ahead and recap that. After the break, you were so articulate. I'm not even sure if this minute and a half is going to do you any justice. So I want to mm-hmm. make sure I give you all the lane you could possibly have to go ahead and do your thing. So right now, I, no, no, we're going to do it right after the break because we're right up on the break. So I would just um, give you a chance to go ahead and collect your thoughts so we can um, help as many people as possible. Um, no thank you, brother. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and um, hit this break. You are currently listening to the He Said What show, starring RG, but spiritually owned by my homegirl, Simply Bree. We'll be back in a sec. What's up? This one, Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What radio network. Want it, I got it, believe it, you need it, trust me, you know it. You see it, I live it, believe it, you need me, girl, you know it. Let me change your life, put you on some new shit, introduce you to flowing, red bottoms and gold oh, oh, The connection between us, oh, 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 minds the one. Oh, there ain't no rival 
is the jam thank you Bree for those fly songs the first song you heard was um, a song called um, Put It On You by Caleb Minter and the second song you heard was This Is Seats by Liv Roscoe's shout out to those guys those are some amazing amazing talents thank you thank you thank you you are welcome back by the way you are listening to the He Said What radio show I'm your host, temporarily. This is RG from Simply Sports. Miss um, Bree is currently on the weather. We're wishing you a speedy recovery. But I have the pleasure of being joined by my brother, 
Karev. So, excuse me, Karev, correct, sir? I'm making sure I'm telling everybody. Forgive me if I'm not. Karev. My friend Karev, and tonight we are discussing higher standards for men versus women. And before the break, I asked this gentleman our one of our one of our, one of our earlier questions. Let's see. Let's go back into the Wayback Machine. So much stuff was happening. All right. We asked this gentleman before the break, do you feel women may allow superficial standards to get in the way of meeting someone of good quality? He answered it so well, I figured we could run it back as our to stack the deck a little higher. What, do you, what say you, sir? I believe they do because by nature, men are providers. So if a woman sees somebody who has what they want, even if they're with somebody, they will always consider being with someone who has more. Mm. And I think, um, so at this point, right, because we're now playing, I feel like right now in our society, we're not playing for ourselves, we're playing for the future. As far as taking all the mistakes we made and going ahead and fixing the youth. So, if you were communicating to the youngsters about relationship and growing relationships with the opposite sex, what would you say to the young men? And then we'd follow that second question up, but what would you say to the young ladies? We're talking to the youngsters now because we're old and we're going to learn, but we're not going to learn like they're going to learn. That's the future. What say you, sir? Okay. Well, first of all, they teach them that they're not the opposite sex. That's okay. the problem. Because if things oppose, that means that they fight and they don't right. get along. And we have so many negative stereotypes on television and in music right now where men fight women, men aren't faithful, women aren't faithful, women know how to hit angles and twerk but don't know how to cook or even, even foster an idea or a message. So that's the first thing I would teach them is that we're not opposite. We, we, are, we are complementary pieces of God's plan, first and foremost. Then after that, when it comes to the young men, the thing I would want to teach them is their relevance and importance to a family because men aren't taught about family. Men are taught how to conquer females. That's one message that we have to change, especially this way. Think about it this way. Okay. Sex Sex is the most spiritual thing two people can share to the point where if somebody cheats or gives the sex to somebody else, people go crazy. If adults can't handle that, why would we give children those messages and give them the opportunity to experience insanity without giving them some way to fight against it? That's on both male and female. That's something that I think we fail to do as a community. And like I said, when it comes to young boys, I have to teach them how to budget. One thing I I taught young men is this. What what do you want to do for a living? And they tell me. And I say, okay. Remember the old Cosby show when the father and uh, son sat down and did the budget? He said, I drive a motorbike. I'll do this. I live in Jersey. I'll do the same thing with them. But this is the first thing I said. You want a girlfriend? Cut everything you make in half. <laughs> now, say your girl, now, now, say your girl has children. Cut everything you do, not only by half, but by the divided that by the number of children she has. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't wake a young man up, nothing will. Because one thing young men want is to be flashy and to do what they want because we were told to conquer. You right. can't conquer if you don't have the means to be a conqueror because then you will be conquered. And no one wants to, no man wants another man above him. Right. First and foremost. So that's the one lesson I teach young men. 
when it comes to young ladies, I would have to teach them the importance of what it is to be a lady. And I would need a female to do that because a man can't teach a woman how to be a lady. He could teach you. He could show a female what he thinks is a respectable female. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the one thing I will say that I'll talk to young ladies about is this. If, 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 no matter what religion you believe in, a woman was the gateway for God to come to earth. You have the same potential, so why would you waste it on someone who's not godly or even waiting to, or not even wanting to um, worship your potential so to be the best you for them? That, to me, is a crime against humanity. And like I said, through Western civilization, through concubinism, uh, we call we call it we call it concubinism in today's world as a celebrity. By that, we have defaced and diminished the importance of a woman and God within women. Period. So we're talking a general breakdown of society in general, because the men, men and women relationships is the basis of everything that this world is based on. You know, what I mean, outside of you know, of course, God not being. No, not not God not being like not included, but man, you man, that's huge. Wow. Well, think about it this way. I'm gonna tell you a quick story from the Bible, right? All right. Uh, the king asked his court, "What's the most powerful thing on earth?" Take a take a week to think about it and come back to me. So the, he had three councils, and the councils came back, and he asked the first council, "What's the most powerful thing on earth?" And the guy said, "Money." Another guy said the king himself, and then the third guy said, oh, y'all wrong. The most powerful thing on earth is the queen because money runs out. The king could die, but the queen is the only person who could, who could sit on the king's lap, smack him in the face, and take the crown off his head and put it on his head and not die. That's a powerful move for understanding for a man and a woman because as a king, you have to know – yeah, your right to rulership, but as a queen, you have to know your right of dominion. See, kings rule, queens have dominion. If a woman doesn't know the right of her domain, then she doesn't know how to be a queen. If a king doesn't know how to rule, which is over himself and also the things around him, then he can't effectively be a king. So we got to stop that king and queen shit because everybody's not king and queen. We really have to check ourselves and start using our, our vernacular, our minds right, so that we can groom our society the way it needs to be and people know the importance of who they are. Now, I ain't going to be wrong. People want to have sex. People want to feel good. I understand that. But even in such, if we don't know who we are, then we will take in anyone in our lives because we need help or we want help, not because we choose to share. It's that we want to feel better about ourselves, and that's the Me Too movement. I do this for me, but you could do this for me too, and I, I'm at that. I don't feel. Okay, got it, got it. I got another question from um, online. Um, one of our listeners is asking, "Why do you think some women have higher interest in having a baby with a man versus being com- being in a committed relationship or being married first? Because most people want children because they find the emptiness in their life when they prove to themselves that they can be right by somebody else. That's a trauma. That's very traumatic. A lot of people, a lot of people, in, 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 and I'm not going to say everyone, but a lot of people I've run into in this life have had babies and not cared about the person they're with because they want to they wanna prove to the world that something good could come from them because the world tells them they're not worth anything. Wow. So a man 
like I said, men were taught to conquer, and men are also men are also very. Uh, uh, we, 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 <laughs> men will get, want to get their way no matter what. It's conniving almost. Um, a man will argue a woman down and then tell her not to to have around his son. Yeah, he won't be present for his son or the woman that he had his son with. That's a problem. Yeah, I've seen you know that a lot. Yeah, I've seen that. And, and and then you have then you have women and not all women. I don't know all of them, but I can tell you about some things that I've seen and experienced. Women will have a baby because so many times they're missing love themselves, and if something comes from them, a lot of them feel that they would give it better love than somebody gave to them. In some cases, I've seen people lose their babies. Or even go to jail behind that because it's a false sense of love they're looking for. And as children grow up, or children start looking like their fathers, sometimes that love wanes, and you see a breach in that relationship. I'm sorry to say. Wow, that's deep. Um, if anybody would like, thank you by the way. If anybody would like to chime in, the number is five one five six zero two. Nine six four seven. Press number one if you like to make a comment. Um, please and thank you, man, man, man. I appreciate you, brother. Okay, I have one more question. All right, you are gonna knock it out the park, so I ain't even worried about it. But I'm gonna ask you anyway. <laughs> okay, this also came from our online. When it comes to standards. Is it okay to date someone who doesn't want to get married if you do? That depends on what part of your life you're in. Because I'm going to be honest, everybody wants to get married. Everybody doesn't want the, 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 um, everybody doesn't want the responsibility of marriage. That's why we have people who give each other husband or wife respect and they don't have the husband or wife title. Because nobody wants to be alone. True. Marriage is the ultimate form of relationship. So I believe, and this is me, and like I said, I, it took me some time to learn this because, you know, we all had to learn. Dating is the audition to the altar. So if you're dating and that person is not getting you to where you see that going, then I would think it would be smart to open your options if not stop that relationship on a romantic level. Because at the end of the day, there was no such thing as dating before, let's see, uh, I'm not even say the romantic age of Europe. That's mm-hmm. called romanticism. That's when love and marrying out of love became very, very big. Before it was communal loving and under one guise of family and God, you know, and some people had arranged marriages. This love thing is very problematic because some people don't, some people want love, but they don't even know how to give or receive love. So I think it's all selfishness. And if, you're da- and if you're dating someone who knows what you want and you're saying, that's not what I want, I want this, and they know that, and they continue, that's the me too and losing somebody. And to save yourself a lot of heartache, those red flags are red for a reason because red is the color that catches your mind immediately. That's why when you stop a car, the lights, the red lights come on because if the red lights don't come on, your vision will go blur and you'll hit the back of a car. Those red lights are to wake your brain up. Those right. red flags, as they call them, are to wake you up to show you something not right here so you should start distancing yourself. Whether you wean yourself slowly or immediately, that's not a good look for you. Man. 
Man, clap it up. Clap it up, man. Man, man, man. I wish I had a two-hour show. Because <laughs> we got so much scary, my bro. Oh, my goodness. I wish I had a two-hour show. But um, like we discussed earlier, Ms. Karev is a very busy person. So we're going to cut it a little bit short because I want to give this brother all the lane in the world. Mr. Karev, please tell the person who you are, where they can find you, and how you can do business with them. Well, my name is Karev. First and foremost, I'm the owner and CEO of Heritage Hip Hop. Heritage Hip Hop is more than music. We believe hip hop is not music. Hip hop is God. And the way we show our inspiration and celebration through music, arts, culture, dancing, love, life, music, etc., is the godly thing. So if man is God's heritage, and also his heritage is hip-hop, because that's how we praise. So you can find me everywhere at Heritage Hip-Hop. You can find me at www.heritagehiphop.com as well. We just had our Heritage Hip-Hop Awards, which you can see on the website, and you can follow me on YouTube. So please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and join our platform as we celebrate hip-hop culture from New Jersey across the entire world because we are not only domestic we are international and we celebrate hip-hop in all forms and all ways so it doesn't matter if you're in atlanta doesn't matter if you're in new jersey doesn't matter if you're in um, austria sierra leone because that's where our, a lot of our people are from that listen to austria russia sierra leone australia everywhere we celebrate you and we recognize you but one of the things that we do in our award show is not just give awards for music we celebrate the collaboration and everything, et cetera. But the most important award I give out is the Govmatic Award, and that celebrates people who take hip-hop culture beyond the music into the society. And this year, we had a nice number of Govmatic Award winners. And just to highlight some of them, some of them teach um, hip-hop and therapy through art. Some of them use hip-hop music to um, educate. Some people use hip-hop to teach our yoga and health and veganism. And we have others that are feed the community, et cetera. And that's the most important award I give out because I like to show that God's principles in us never never fail and never change. No matter what music or style of dress we have or what we listen to, we are all God's people. And we should give him the credit to how we uh, celebrate and how we uh, show the world our, our, our culture, our mind, our hearts, our love, our spirits, our ingenuity, and most importantly, our education. Because if you have a story, that's that needs to be told. And that's how you connect the artist to yourself. So any artists out there, any entrepreneurs, anybody out there that would like to do business with me as far as marketing, promotion, partnerships, sponsorships, mm-hmm. all you have to do is hit me at Heritage Hip Hop. You can Google me. I'm everywhere that you are. All you got to do is follow me. And also, I have, a, I have a podcast on Anchor, which is available on Spotify and I, um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I'm on YouTube. I'm everywhere you are. As long as you got a phone, I'm there. Dope. Dope, 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 dope. Okay, so I got one more little question. I know you're up against it. Man, how did you get started, first of all? And do you have an Onyx class that does yoga? Because if you got Onyx and yoga, I'm there. Because that's been my guys. But how <laughs> did you get started? Temperature Chip Hop started two different ways. The long version made short as this. I was working at a job that um that closed down and one of the people there said we have to have we should have a business plan just in case we never find jobs. And I had the opportunity to come up with an idea through God's um inspiration that I wanted to be a hip hop mall where everybody can go find hip hop. And within that time two people died that I was very um very aware of and had relationships with. 
Rest in peace to Big Snuff and rest in peace to Gov Matic. If anybody knows Gov Matic, he appeared on two Red Man albums, uh, Doc's The Name 2000 and Malpractice, right? Yep. Um, when these gen- when these gentlemen died, I felt that nobody's telling the story of New Jersey hip-hop. So uh, my partner, shout out to BQ of Fatty's Place, and my man DJ Big A of Re- uh, Recap with the Goodfellas on, on YouTube. You can follow them, too. We sat down in, in interval times. BQ was more instrumental in, in, in the formulation, but Heritage Hip Hop formed that way, and it turned into from a network thing where like a mall to me doing Instagrams and social media podcasts and interviews, but the ultimate goal is to be a network. So what I want to do is teach people how to make LLCs and have their own um, have their own businesses, but I would like to have them under the umbrella of Heritage Hip Hop to show that we could work together as a community. And I'm not greedy, and I'm not trying to take anybody's money or anything. I just want to help people get started and do things for themselves and their families because a lot of the things we do, if we have business sense, we would have more money in our pockets than we do right now when it comes to business accounts, write-offs, LLCs, et cetera. And I want our children to be able to live in the future without begging people for anything and be able to give them inheritance and will them things that we built for my blood, sweat, tears, and faith. Man, I got a guy for you to meet. You, it's, it's uh, offline. I'm gonna tell you about my brother Ezel Moon. You guys need to connect because I feel like I'm talking to you. <laughs> you feel like I'm talking to the same dude because you guys be spitting the big facts like that. So, hey, even if I don't catch you after the show, I will get to get you in touch with Ezel because that, that's my guy. He, he does a lot of stuff like that. No problem. Ooh, man, man, man. I'm why you why you were talking? I actually um pulled your webpage up. <laughs> so thank you. I, Thank I'm you there, very bro. much. Real, and that, that's not even. I'm not even trying to act like I'm fronting. Like, oh, I was like, yo, I'm. I got my Mac up right now, so. So mm-hmm. I'm locked in, bro. I got I got something to do for the rest of the evening, so I can uh, smarten up. Oh mm-hmm. man. I appreciate it, sir. It's been a pleasure. Um, let's go. Do we have anybody in the call section that would like to speak to speak to Mr. Karev? Uh, cause I'm gonna give everybody give anybody opportunity that wants to um kick it with you, um, chance. All right. No Producer said only catch tonight. No one was brave enough to match with with this gentleman. <laughs> Cause you're spitting facts, man. Sometimes when you get somebody that's spitting facts, don't nobody call. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I know for a fact, a lot of people like to, to go back and forth and stuff like that. And I just like to give facts and walk off. And one fact I'm going to give is everybody out here who listens to Bree, she is a marvelous young lady. So Indeed. if you like beauty, if you like beauty, they say beauty is skin deep. Well, her soul radiates the beauty that she has. So salute to her. Gentlemen, the gentlemen on the online tonight, thank you for uh, leading the conversation. I appreciate the chance to get to talk to y'all. And since nobody um, called, I plan on coming back, and I plan on continuing continuing to do more with you. Oh, yeah. Come on back, man. Come on back. Um, I'm also giving you an open invitation to Simply Sports. Me and my brother Mike and Bree and uh, Ezel Moon, the guy I spoke with earlier, we do a sports show every Monday. The cool thing is you don't have to actually um, know about sports. Oh, snap, we got a caller. All right, some, come on down, caller. Caller, caller, you there? What up, fam? Yo, speak of the <laughs> Saints. Um, this is my brother, Money Mike. Money Mike, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Karev. He owns Heritage Hip Hop. Go ahead and Google oh, it. Man, but, um, speak to my brother real quick. Oh, man, I ain't have much to say. I just wanted to say I, I heard a, a good question. So I was interested in everything that was talked about and just want to 
give y'all props on, on the show, especially you, RG, and my man, uh, promoting everything that he's doing and going through. So I just want to say what up. Oh man, I can't take credit for that. That's that's his bars. I'm just <laughs> I'm just directing traffic though. I can't take no credit for that game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I just want to say y'all doing, doing excellent, man. And I, I appreciate it. And I will be looking it up and, and uh checking you out. Thank, Thank you, sir. Yep, yep, that's it. But I know you gotta get up out of there, but I just wanted to check in with y'all. Yeah, hey, Mike, I just invited the gentleman to the show. I was telling him that, hey, you don't even have to know sports. As long as you've lived life or had a favorite pair of shoes, you're all in it. Oh, man. And you got you got a sense of humor, you definitely fall in. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it gives crazy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so I'm, I'm going to check out. I'm going to let you get back to it. All right, Mike, I'm going to holler at you offline, bro. All right, man. Peace, peace. All right, that was um, our brother One Mike from Simply Sports with One Mike and RG on the Monday. Um, sir, as much fun as this is, I'm going to have to uh, shut this thing down. Um, thank you for joining the show. Thank you for giving me the honor of being able to interview you. It really meant a lot because I felt like I just I just picked the perfect day to fill in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You made it. You made it really easy. Because <laughs> sometimes talking to people is like pulling teeth. So man, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I look forward to hearing you and Bree talk because she's definitely up on it too. Well, no doubt. Well, then if, if you want me to come back, let's leave somebody. Let's leave the, the audience with something to think about. All right. Yes, sir. The strongest part about a man is his ability to think, perceive, and also act, not react. And the most beautiful and powerful thing about a woman is her silence. Because that's when you start to teach a man is when you don't speak. Wow. Thank you, sir. I got a couple seconds. Let me go and shut this show down for Bree Beat Me Up. Uh, We are currently running a promo special on ads. If you want to do business with us, go to ad at hesaidwhatnetwork.com. Um, also subscribe to our YouTube channel by simply searching He Said What. You can always follow us on Instagram under the He Said What Radio Network and follow underscore simply brief underscore. Um, also, you can catch us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music. We are everywhere and we are anywhere. Um, make sure you tune in to, to us next week. Um, we have a new topic. Hopefully, Bri will be back because I can never be as great as her. But in the meantime, check us out. We're all over the place. Instagram, YouTube. And all I can say is thank you for stopping by. I'll catch you guys later. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. 
Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.